Hello and welcome to episode six of the Euphoria podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, SoundCloud. I'm Draco, joined by Cajal, our special guest today, none other than the bot lane of G2, Mickey X and Han Sama, notorious weebs and 2v2 kill enthusiasts. Both sides of the 2v2 kill. Both sides of the 2v2 kill. They love dying 2v2, they love killing 2v2. I think they also really like it when people don't ban Draven against them. Shout out mm, to our rumor boys, has it, Drew. Mad Lions. Um, before we start talking about League of Legends, one, how are you guys doing? How's life? You feeling good? How's the season? We'll start. We can go to you first, Steven. Uh, I think very good. Way better than uh, I've been in the past uh, year. Um, I feel like, uh, especially this week, uh, coming to the um, best of three, I've been uh, the best ever of. Uh, well, 2023, because I'm, uh, I feel like uh, I'm able to put my best uh, in the in the practice environment, and also I'm very happy uh, being with the team. It feels very like uh, uh, friends. We all, we always like doing things together. Yeah. it's very nice, uh, very different that I've been doing uh, the whole time since uh, I started my career, <laughs> and. Um, also, uh, including myself into those because maybe in the past I wasn't like as uh, outgoing for those uh, things, like always watching uh, movies, animes, or uh, doing things together. Uh, yeah. It's been uh, pretty happy so far, and we are doing a good run. Um, and yeah, I'm very excited to be playing with Mickey. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys did you guys watch anime together and hang out when you played together on Misfits Mickey or was he like in Not his really. room? He was kinda in his room. Yeah. A lot. It was mostly me and Maxler watching stuff together. Uh, but now but now we're watching like, now you're everyone. Watching. Now you're awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm also doing good and yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, winning's nice. Um I really like this team as well. Like it feels like we're in a continuous honeymoon phase. Like Ooh. there's like I don't know. I just don't think we're gonna have any stupid arguments, which usually happens in most teams where yeah. people get triggered randomly. But I think, at least so far, I think it's just not possible. <laughs> like maybe, you know, yeah. like at the, <laughs> at the end of the year or something. But it sounds really hard because I think all of the people in our team, like mm -hmm. staff, players included, is just very normal to talk to. You know, very reasonable. Yeah. So yeah, I like it a lot. Wow. It's got a change of pace. <laughs> wow, okay. There's a lot of subtle shade that could yeah. be interpreted from what? that statement. What? I'm what just, we're, not gonna, we're not going to dive into that now. I just, a question for you, Hans. I think that there's, we've seen two kind of different uh, mentalities when it comes to team environments. We've seen one, which is the like really professional, you show up to an office, you go your separate ways and you go home. I think Whippo's kind of been an advocate for that. We know Bjerg is also an advocate for that historically. Um, and now you're in the exact opposite, which is like the five dudes in the team house who hang out all the time together. You said that's like your preferred environment. Do you think that that's just like the best way for teams to be built and constructed? Or do you think that they're, because I think the TL environment was probably similar to the, you show up, you work, do it. What, what do you think the differences are for you? Like what do you, you, obviously it says you, or you said you like this one more, but how do you think it like actually affects for you? Um, it just affects me in a way to be, happier <laughs> yeah. i guess uh mm -hmm. with uh, people and get closer to them mm -hmm. um and also feel like they um uh, i guess uh are your friends and um can talk about a uh, lot of stuff <clears throat> and i think uh, i don't I, I just don't feel alone at all <laughs> alone yeah. uh, with uh being uh with those guys i mean what we are doing is uh, um i didn't 
I didn't have that for my whole career. I think like Misfit yeah. and the others. I think we didn't spend as much time as we do now, and it's a very uh, different experience, and it's um, very nice. Um, I don't, um, I don't really like the, I guess, professional one, um, because I guess sometimes you want to talk about things about the game or whatever just thoughts that you have most yeah. of the time it's about the game yeah most of the time the the main topics that i find is about the game anyways yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i don't really find all the topics to talk about uh outside of this uh, so uh yeah sometimes it could be rough if you don't have the person uh, yeah uh, next to you that is easily available to reach and uh yeah so you, you felt that in tl a bit you didn't really have like the outside of scrim time discussions about like the game and stuff um yeah it's Quite possible it yeah. doesn't have to be tl it could also be misfits could also be it's uh for a lot of teams that i've been in i'd yeah. say mm -hmm. Fair. yeah thank you you gave a very good answer i like really struggled to get that question out <laughs> but you still gave a very good question <laughs> answer so thank you but uh, also i was the reason of uh because i like to be i guess uh alone but uh throughout the years mm -hmm. i think that uh i'm happier when uh there's um well people around me yeah, and uh, I've learned to to uh, what what does it mean to be together and do do those things because you always uh, see them and for me I was like okay I'll just maybe be more alone and mm. and uh, do my own stuff but uh, in the end I think that's not the right way to to have an enjoyable uh, happy life mm. uh, within that competitive environment because it can be stressful. Yeah. Uh, so far I learned a lot and spending a lot more time with my teammates. Damn. Yeah, it's yeah. like being outgoing in the sense that you're there for people but then people are also there for you yeah it makes it a lot easier like on emotional burden to get through the split together because you're more of like a team it's more like a bonding experience more like a brotherhood kind of thing yeah i like it you build up that trust reminds yeah. me of the spartans you know back in the day fighting back in armor. the day like it was like <laughs> a thousand years day. ago yeah to be fair they were also encouraged to be lovers so that they would fight harder oh, I was thinking battle. master chief <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> I said back in the day, and you thought I meant in the yes, sci-fi universe of Halo. I didn't understand what you meant by back you in think the day. I, I mean, it's similar, but child soldiers trained from birth, kidnapped by the government. To I was thinking of Master Chief to be efficient killing machines. Yeah, that was definitely what I was talking about. Cortana um, in the 1500s. There it is. They just have Roman instead of Cortana. Yeah, there you go. That was... Both references were sus, so we're just going to move on for that one. As well. um, one of the things that... Uh, I see complained about every time we have Mickey on the show is that we talk too much about anime and uh, don't give a shit because anime is dope. So, boys, it's time, for the, it's time for the anime check-in. Um, for all of the non-anime enthusiasts out there, you're going to have to bear with us because both these boys love anime and I think we got to give them the time to let the other anime enthusiasts slash LEC enthusiasts out there know what's good this anime season, what's bad, what are the G2 boys watching right now, what are you guys excited about? What's the meta? Um, the main meta is blue log yeah no. definitely I what mean, is blue log you gotta get give us the tldr for the non-anime enthusiasts out there well, right it's, yeah, sports anime about football and it is really hype really good animation really cool side like really cool characters all around and very motivational blue or like if you're competing in something I think it's really good to watch. It looks exactly like a series when I was younger called Galactic Football. Oh, yeah. That, that was really good. That series <laughs> I was didn't great. This. Is it similar to that? No. Okay. Not really. <laughs> no, not, no. But that <laughs> but, was also but it was like For the time, it was like insane. Like, yeah, I really that was a really good anime. It was on Nickelodeon back yeah. in the days. So is this... Uh, in the past, when I've 
interviewed Mickey on previous rosters, it was like one or two people. Is it like a team-wide thing? Is it like yeah. all five of you are like in deep yeah. into the anime? How do you think the team was created? We had to find the five weeps. We had to assemble <laughs> all the Infinity Stones. Weep <laughs> it's like Thanos with the Infinity Stone, but it's just the, the five, five weeps. weeps. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so much power! <laughs> but yeah, we also watched uh, The Boys. And nice. we watched... Uh, now, now we're watching The Last of Us. Um, Ooh, Last of Us, banger. And yeah. then for anime, I guess we watched Blue Lock. My Hero Academia is on hold because some people did not catch up yet. Mm. Wait, is it, is it started again? I haven't started. Yeah. Mm. It's so hype, by the way. You're missing Ooh. out. And I'm missing out because I'm waiting for Steven and Bibi. <laughs> Someone needs to catch up, huh? Yeah. And Bibi as well. But I'm stuck in a really yeah, he's boring... he's mega stuck, so uh, we kind of give up on him. But Bibi is like kind of close. Yeah, he's on the boring season. Oh, that's a really boring but, season. Uh, yeah. yeah, the one we watched, actually. Oh my God, it's so bad. <laughs> the one between the classes. Okay, oh, and then uh, what else is there? Chainsaw Man was kind of overrated, I would say, because it was mega hyped, but I was like, eh, animation's cool. Story, maybe not so much. Agree. Big agree. Um, oh, Bleach, really good, actually. You watched Bleach? Uh, I, I, haven't, I didn't really watch Bleach when I was coming up, so I'm not yeah. going to watch it now, you know what I mean? Yeah, I watched it this off-season, and you, know, you want to know the strat, because there's 200 episodes, right, and a bunch of fillers. Yep. So I just watched it on four times speed, <laughs> <laughs> and then just like, you know, just skip forward, like until there's actually yep. good fights or good scenes, and then all the like filler fights where there's like random characters fighting you just skip all of that all right and then you get to the new season and new season is just like so insane well we are reaping up and then this yeah. is good you're going i thought you would like take your time on each one you're just like nah we're speed snap, running snap, this snap yeah snap, snap. we're going through we're going through all right blue lock highest recommendation yeah is this has it improved your team bonding watching a fictional story of a bunch of dudes playing yeah. football together? For sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's so insane. This, this Competition, show. baby. Do you guys like identify with specific characters? Yeah, You're course. like, oh, BB <laughs> is this That's guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Actually. We, well, me and, yeah. me and Daniel have this strat of like, we play Apex and we've come up with this new thing of like, if we don't know, you know, if we, if we want to like say hello to each other in like a very under... Oh, not, no. Like a Wait, very what are, you, are you trying way. to tell the story? Okay, so the problem is... <laughs> You know when you're going to the bathroom at about approximately the same time as someone else and they're in the other stall, but you're yeah. not sure if it's them? Yeah. But you want to say hello, but if it's not them, but if it's, then not it's, them, it's really awkward. awkward. Yeah. It's really <laughs> awkward. So we came up with a strategy that doesn't solve that problem at all, but makes it completely worse, which is we whisper Apex character names to each other. <laughs> so he plays Bangalore. So what I'll do next time is if I think it's him in the stall next to me, I'll go, Bangalore. <laughs> and if no one responds, then I know it wasn't him. And the stranger will think I that I just, <laughs> I just said something random. So for some reason, I've related this story in my head to your story of having anime characters to relate so, to. Where when now when he goes to the bathroom with the G2 boys, you can be like, whatever character name, if it's BB, and you can just whisper it. And if it's him, he'll whisper your character name back. Oh, shit. And then you'll it's be a able tender to... tender moment. Oh. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll implement it. I never time. thought we were ever going to share that story with the world for a wide variety of reasons. But I wasn't actually going to share yeah, the story. But you, but you... I was going to say, well, you we can't... have a way of saying hello to each other <laughs> in a very like different way or in our own sign like our own language yeah people are going to interpret that very weirdly if you don't give more context okay. not that the context made it less weird but the like we have, made our, it more weird. we have our own way of saying day. hello you know <laughs> something a little different than the other people out there something oh my god yeah, yeah. well that's the uh we get it is the tldr our... i don't know how that the point of that was to say yeah. that we get it i'm on no, today. Yeah. you very relatable you, very relatable there you go so that's sick that's hype did anime help you um, smash the Mad Lions? Because you did smash the Mad Lions. That was a pretty... Definitely. Pretty decisive. So, yeah. pretty so, so they had the power of anime and... <laughs> so our strap with Blue Lock is like, it comes out every Saturday, right? And after the first week, we went 3-0. And then we said, okay, if we go 3-0 next week, we can watch Blue Lock. Otherwise, we can't. Yep. 
we went one two. Like, okay, I guess we have to skip the episode for this week. Well, you actually had like the strength to just stop, stop watching yeah. it. Wow, wow. <laughs> that's, <laughs> also, that's actually crazy. Yeah, it was self control. Like, mm. do you think practice. anyone on your team like secretly watched it in their room? No, no. but there was suspects <laughs> like caps, really caps really wanted to watch he was <laughs> like really we were watch. making so many deals to like okay but if we don't watch them we can do this and blah 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 like, actually what, what was it so yeah we didn't go through zero we're like okay fine first week everyone agreed and then second week we kind of had the still the same thing but caps was like no this is only for that week <laughs> so he wanted to watch it no matter what and it was like okay erasmus we can we can watch it if we go undefeated in scrims and then one day we went like six zero but then we played more games than six because yeah. you know the other team. Oh, the, the, the games, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was <laughs> the games quick. Yeah, it was a bit quick. <laughs> but uh, usually you end at eight p.m. and then we lost at some point one game and then oh, kept yeah, like. But day. by eight p.m. we were six zero, so we're undefeated. <laughs> and then we had a lot of arguments about that. And then he really wanted to watch. It was like, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna watch. And then if you guys want to join, you can join. Um, but then we made a deal that okay, we don't watch. But then BB has to catch up in my Hero Academia because he was like a few episodes behind. I think like six or seven. It was like, okay, you watch three episodes of My Hero Academia, and then we'll not watch Rublox today, and then we'll, we'll do it if we win tomorrow, if you go undefeated. And it, then, turns out, people did not watch three episodes. He only watched two, because he didn't have time. Uh, <laughs> and then, well, next time we went undefeated anyway, so then we watched it. Actually, no, it was a Friday, but this episode comes on Saturday, so then we're like, okay, I guess we can wait one more day, so then we have three episodes stacked. Yeah. And then we watched three episodes on Saturday, and it was completely crazy, and... Uh, yeah, that's why <laughs> it was such an easy weekend. And you for just us. came in and stomped it. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. Okay, so this is concerning <laughs> because I'm very worried that if you make it to international competition, MSI or Worlds, that our success entirely hinges on whether or not there is a banger anime out of that particular <laughs> moment. But oh. there are so many, by the way. Yeah, so that, many does, from. that does help the analyst desk for me, at least. <laughs> I can be like, well, I checked. <laughs> listen listen here, guys. You think Thank that God. I'm going to check stats? No, I'm no. going to check my anime list. Episode to see... 19 just came out. Yeah, episode 19 just came out. And, and they're playing T1. T1. <laughs> And then we're going to find out that T1 is also watching anime and we're going to be like, oh, and then you just have like this god battle going on. <laughs> there's no way they have five weebs. Like, there's, no <laughs> there's no way they've also assembled five weebs. It's unimaginable. It's possible. <laughs> we got all the weebs. No. <laughs> it's like La Formula. The five anime weebs. Oh my god. Um, anyway though, Mad Lion series was kind of bringing it back to League of Legends as much as I'm sure people are. Other teams, you know, that have been struggling are like, shit. <laughs> Five weebs, I see. Yes, this is mm -hmm. how we'll rebuild noted, our roster. Noted. This is what we can do. Excel fanatic, quickly <laughs> scrambling. Are you a weep? Yes, you're yes. hired. He said something about Max Lore. Max Lore watches anime. Get him in here. Get him in here. Um, it was a pretty one-sided series. They gave you Draven twice, which I found um, quite surprising. Now, game one was admittedly a little bit tighter. A you know, didn't quite get to see the same uh, yike Lilia performance as they finally, someone was like, ooh, we'll try to had some good good sleeps. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, it was game two. Were they? I think it was just game one. We just kind of screwed up the dive. <laughs> the dive <laughs> oh went God, a bit the south. Dive. The dive did go a bit south. But we got the level one kill. Pretty good. So top top got rolling. Oh, yeah, the and then Olaf dive. was very balanced. And then... Uh, Olaf was very balanced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We took a page out of the BDS book when we played against him. And uh, yeah. I, I can see why they're so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Jungler had smite, so he's OP. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Lilia is interesting to me. Like, just looks like the draft is just so uh, flexible. But it's also one of those things where I don't think you can apply it to many other teams because you need like your solo lanes to be able to play AD champs really well. You need like a volatile bot matchup, maybe or a volatile top matchup, and you need a jungler who's like really proficient at playing like random AP champs like Lilia. Yeah. Um, so when I look at your guys' drafts, you 
something I tend to notice is you guys draft not that much scaling oftentimes. You draft a lot of like mid-game. Yeah. So if I look through it, you know, like Tristana, Lilia. Um, the only really late-game draft I guess you had was the Cassidy one, but then you have like uh, Jack, Silas, Jace, Lilia again, Tristana. Do you guys just tunnel vision on mid-game a lot, do you think? Or do you not think about scaling? Because obviously, if I look at your drafts, I don't see a Zeri, Zeri, Lulu, you know? I don't see the Sejuani's of the world. Yeah. You know? I mean, I guess we don't tunnel on scaling as many other teams do. Yeah. There's some option out there that we go scaling, but we'd rather play, play a very proactive early mid-game because yeah. that's uh, where because we are in your hands. strong. Mm. At, I think it's really easy to find opportunities for us, uh, for our team. Uh, we always create those somehow, and yeah. uh, those champions... Uh, yeah, because in the LCK, for example, um, I don't think many teams look for your kind of playstyle. Unless Elise is open, I think they tend to go towards that direction. Like, D1 will play like set mid if they have Elise or something and try to dive bot. Otherwise, they just go towards scaling and they just go towards like, I'm going to pick a 0 Lulu, trade it for Lucian Nami, yeah. pick Victor, and then just play for team fights. It's not just the LCK either. I mean, we got a lot of that here domestically. Like the vast, <coughs> not every single team. I mean, Matt was doing it, right? Matt was doing it. Yeah. I think that it seems like teams are falling back and not necessarily falling back but pretty comfortable and have been pretty comfortable just sticking to the pattern of two late games we got zary we got victor we got stuff that means our early game isn't entirely crap like that's a comp yeah. we yeah. made it work yeah and the, i don't know what, what do you guys think of it like do you guys have you practiced it i mean i don't know if give anything away but like is there a reason you don't want to index into this style do you think that the game is, should be played differently because if you look across the world a lot of people are just sticking to this style and not doing this kind of like Bot dive centric jungle invade carry jungler kind of yeah. playstyle. Well, if I was not confident in their abilities, I would also play for late game. But uh... <laughs> wow, I love the Throw subtle shade. Shade. Shade again. Subtle shade. <laughs> Mickey, you're getting so good at this in your no. career, brother. <laughs> no, but uh, well, I guess we just don't think that scaling for late is as strong as many other people. <clears> I guess, and we just think that if we play our style or our way, I think we will just win because mm. I think we're good at it. I think our champs make sense the way we draft. Yep. I think sometimes when people just draft, draft like full scaling, let's say they have Zeria as your mid, they could just win the game in like 15 minutes, right? Like Risky um, though, in yeah. a way. Not really. I think, you don't think so? No. I think the champs we play, it's not like they're going to fall off late game, right? But yeah. well, probably you're going to get the lead early. And then if you're good at snowballing, which I think we are, then yeah. you probably just win in like so, pretty early. So like that BDS game too, it was like... Now, game too. now that we're behind and they have the Azir Zeri. Yeah. Okay, but that draft was also like, <laughs> I think if you had the better 4-5, that game was like pretty winnable. Yeah. But I think we didn't have good enough tools to get back into the game. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of our losses was kind of similar in that regard. Um, Dylan! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, basically, I think if you have kind of no engage and you're also getting outranged, it's hard to get back into the game. True. So a yeah. lot of the games, it was kind of like that. A lot of the games we had some weird champions, like Talia. <laughs> I'm not sure who picked that one. <laughs> who picked Talia? <laughs> but that the game could have been fine, but been fine, yeah. we got a bit cheesed, and then we didn't get pushed, which we should we should have gotten pushed in that matchup. And the game could have looked a lot different, and yeah. Talia would be, oh my god, it's the new OP pick in the bot lane. But yeah, now <laughs> it's kind of gone. <laughs> yeah, like the carrier of Europe is yeah. these Did psycho you, champs. I don't, can you reveal the behind the scenes? Was it like, was this like, you were like, we can play this, it'll be good, and now you've You've burned your one time. I guess yeah. Dylan gives you the benefit <laughs> yeah. of the doubt on Talia's support, and now I was have... like, like we were checking, I think, uh, some stats because we were looking at like all the AD carries getting played on support. And yeah, I yeah. think personally, that's, they're pretty useless. And I think Dylan has the same opinion. So we're like looking at all the troll champs. What has actually a high win rate? And Talia's yeah, support was like was pretty decent win rate. I was like, okay, it makes sense. I can get push. And then I have some CC. 
I have some utility with my ult, you know. Good work. Actually, it was pretty good in scrims. I think we won most of these games. Yeah, we won most. Um, and then, yeah, on stage, I was a little bit more useless than in scrims. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. usually in scrims, when I played against Yumi, Yumi would jump out and I press my E and then Yumi would try to jump back in and then get stunned and then a W him, he dies. Uh-huh. But Hillisong was a bit too smart. He didn't do that. <laughs> uh, he fall for the obvious trap of dashing through the television. <laughs> a lot of people in Scream just don't understand how my E works. I will, yeah, I will say that I see a surprisingly large amount of high ELO and pro players lose to reading comprehension where they just yeah. actually don't know how a champion's game yeah, works. You'll be surprised. Yeah. It's, what do you think, Hans, when Mickey wants to play things like the Talia? How do you slot into that? Are you like, you I mean, ask I'm... him, like, what goes well with it? Tell me what to play. Or do you just say, well, okay, I'll just pick Draven? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes I just pick the strongest AD to compensate the, the, the troll champ. Oh, no, not troll champ. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I don't know. I don't think it's actually a troll. So just the unusual champ that half meta that you play. Sounds like you're getting trolled uh, more no, than once. No, I, actually, I, I, have, I have full support. I really want him to play this picks. Uh, but uh, Dylan keep him in check most of the yeah, time. Dylan is so, uh, so you're like the yes man, like Talia, yeah. yes. Yeah, you know, yeah, whatever this is, yes. And yeah. then it's like, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't Stop. know. I can't play anything. I'm just like, I'm jailed playing Nautilus all the time. Like, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Nautilus one trick. I mean, it's pulling bands. Uh, yeah, it's pulling bands now. So true. now you're going to have to find something it else. Was worth <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Also, good. I have a theory on the Draven, uh, Draven Open for Mad Lions. Okay, what's your... Why do <laughs> you Draven think that for yeah, Draven was open? They yeah. left Draven open in both games, despite uh, <laughs> success from Hans in both games. Why, why did they leave Draven well, open? the day before, Astralis played Mad Lions, and in game two, Mad Lions picked Draven themselves, Draven Ash, and uh, somehow they lost that game, so they probably thought, wow, we lost Astralis with Draven, mm. that champ must be useless. <laughs> so then they left it open two games, and well... Looks like it wasn't so useless. Uh, now they're looking in the mirror like, wait, <laughs> was it us? Was it us? <laughs> Are we just bad at playing Draven? <laughs> Rather than just shooing it away as the champion is the issue? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, the Draven definitely seemed like a, a promising pick there. <laughs> it's S plus tier. Never has been a S plus tier, you think? Can, uh, can you say, me, yeah. is, is, there any, is there anything in the game that beats Draven? Like actually can fight Draven or beat Draven? So... In your eyes. If you have counter pick support, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I can nothing. That. I would say. I mean, wow. you can do Teemo, but... and then you can flex it if you're red side because you can play Teemo <laughs> AD and support. Is this the troll you and were the... talking about? <laughs> you can blind them, and then his axes don't do damage. But if he has cleanse, sucks. I can see it. Already. Koi versus G two. Koi leave Draven open on blue side. First pick, red side. <laughs> Mickey has R five, <laughs> and Mickey says to Chance, "I think Teemo is good here." <laughs> Locks Actually, it Tr- in. Trimby could do it against our Draven. So the problem is. I've known you for so long now. I should be able to tell when you're absolutely trolling me, but I could see you trying to ram jam Teemo in a pro game. I'm just saying. Maokai Sapperlings. You are a chef. You're a little cook. An infinitely better ability. Teemo Shroom, like a shitty Maokai Sapperling. You know? That's, how, that's his pitch to Dylan. He's got a PowerPoint presentation. You like Maokai Sapperlings? Free vision. Teemo like, Shrooms. Yeah. Like I'm the, I'm the cook, so I make all these exotic dishes, but then Dylan is the waiter, so he just thrashes it. <laughs> just takes my dish and puts it in the bin. Whatever. Oh, man. It never sees the light of day. So what is it that you guys are doing so well that actually allows you to play, bring you back to the, the discussion previous, uh, this mid-game strategy? Is it individual skill? Is it like game knowledge? Because you, you kind of talked about it as just something that with your skill set that you guys can do. But what is it that you're actually doing that other teams maybe aren't doing that means that you can play something that is so so explosive in the mid game or so that doesn't need that like scaling fallback that a lot of other teams are drafting? 
Um, I think it's uh, a bit of both, like knowledge and individual skill. Like you always, uh, I'm sure that enemy would feel like uh, like each player of our team are pressuring you, mm -hmm. and therefore this pressure makes it to be like uh, there's a player available. I think we are always, we are very good at um, making plays happen, uh, especially when we have the tools given. Like if you have CC, sometimes we don't have CCs and I think it's just they're over. <laughs> you don't even outscale them. Sometimes we had that uh, in the regular season, but uh, usually we try to 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 get those like uh, proactive um, early game, mid game uh, champions. Uh, and um, yeah, when when I see my support going forward and uh, looking to make a lot of things happen. Um, for sure, enemy is gonna feel like, uh, oh my god, they we we shouldn't let them have a play, otherwise they they will get a big lead, and often happen like that. We have decent more knowledge about macro. Uh, we have everyone have very decent laning phase. Our jungler is a beast. Mm -hmm. uh, we just play early game draft and just go front uh, front of them and just uh, fist fight, and I think we always comes out at the top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how is it? How is it working with Yike? Because he's obviously like brand new to the whole LEC, you know, did he feel a bit pressured or stressed at the start? Were you just kind of give him a, like a helping hand, Mickey? Because you're such an experienced support with playing with junglers, you know, you know exactly how and when you probably need to be with your jungler. Was he, no. <laughs> I'm curious, <laughs> was he surprised when he was like playing with you or was he taking more of a backseat role? Were you kind of guiding him on what to do? Because I saw in the first few weeks, you had some games where Yike would be top or like cross mapping topside on Graves and you're getting dove bot and it's like, yeah, we need to review yeah. this one and <laughs> you need to come bot and drop those camps. Yeah, yeah. well, <clears throat> I think at the start, um, we were not talking as much between each other, I guess. But then at some point, uh, we talked about it, that we should probably play a bit more often together. I mean, that game where we got Dove bot, we kind of just said we can't get Dove, then we got Dove. <laughs> so that's actually uh, the strong. classic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, our plan was pretty good. And also, yeah, uh, they didn't actually know that Graves is in their top side. They just kind of Thought the that they would, they, yeah, yeah. They, they kind of thought that they would win in our blue buff jungle if they fight, but I think if they actually if we're there, we actually just win. Yeah. So that was like mm. unlucky, I would say. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, with Yike coming in, well, I did some tryouts with him in the off season, so it was I w I saw the potential there already. Mm -hmm. Also, another off topic. I mean, maybe not off topic, but two years ago in 2021, it was like we were out of uh, LEC, we didn't make worlds, and then we were watching. Second division LFL with grabs, and I was like, "Oh, look at this guy! He was playing Kazix." I was like, "Oh, look at this Yike. I played this guy in solo queue. This guy is good, actually. He he might make it." And then, well, the <laughs> look at him now. Well, <laughs> so um, yeah, but it's really chill, like really easy to talk to. Like even uh, when we were doing tryouts, I was like reviewing a game with him, and he was just very nice to talk to, easy to take criticism. Yeah, he was smart about the game. He was good mechanically, like. What I liked about Yike was that he would always follow up when I went in. <laughs> so like, yeah, like when I would go in, he was like flashing in to follow up my CC. I was like, nice. That's what I like to see. Um, Did you watch anime? Of course, yeah. That was, that was to one, make sure. Of course, I asked him. Like, yeah, yeah. Before I was like, okay, so you watch anime? Okay, you're in. <laughs> you're just like there with your notebook writing down the good points about yeah. it. I would, I would love if the turn is, he was actually feeding. He was really bad. But, but, then, but he was like, I watch anime. And I was like, wow. I'm yeah, so then, yeah. He has infinite potential. And this other candidate that was smurfing, he didn't watch, no, it, didn't watch so, anime. Uh, so, so was there tryouts in the offseason for like G2 or was it like... No. Uh, no? Different team. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that's the first time I saw Yag actually play or talk to him. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's how I got the good 
Aff- affirmation is that what it's called? Yeah, affirmation. Good affirmation science. Works. Affirmation. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Got the good. But vibes. yeah, I was like, at the start, I was a little bit curious or like um, interested to see how he would do on stage mm. because in scrims he was doing really well, but uh, he's like more of a nervous person, as he says himself, and like he has some nerves issues. But he said that usually when he goes on stage, he plays really well. So I was like a bit skeptical, like because the first game we played against Excel. And he died at Raptors. Raptors, I remember. Yeah, and he went to Drake and he didn't have a smite. And he was like, oh my God, I don't have smite. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> He's <laughs> but choking. Then, but then he got one kill and then he got two kills. Then he started smurfing. And then it was like, yeah, was like nice. He's, he's nice. insane. Nice. So, uh, yeah, really good. I mean, positive that he's been able to find that that success so quickly. And you guys, you guys started scrimming really early, right? I think there were some teams. November, someone was yeah. complaining about sweaty tryhards or sweaty <laughs> nerds uh, probably koi was complaining <laughs> so they were not sweating oh yeah Lars said it into you <laughs> yeah. he was like uh, we're not sweaty nerds so we yeah, didn't start yeah, that yeah, early yeah. in the offseason you guys started in like december right november 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 you started in november oh 28 well i guess november 28 so it was after luca's wedding i went yeah. straight to berlin and then i think we had three or four days of just workshops team meetings just talking getting to know each other which i think really helped i think yeah that's also one of the reasons why I really like the idea of joining G2 because when I was talking to the staff, especially Roma, he had these good ideas of what I thought made us very successful in 2019 as well, where we had a lot of meetings before about expectations, how people react to yep. losses, wins, everything. So I think that helped us a lot. And it was just nice to get to know everyone because, yeah, I didn't know Yike or Bibi, for example, or like I knew yeah. Bibi kind of, but, mm. or the staff, I didn't really know anyone. So, yeah, that was really nice. So actually, quick question on that kind of topic, Hans, because mm. uh, it talks about like team and success. When you came back from the States, I remember seeing you in solo queue, you got rank one in like a, a month. Yeah. You like skyrocketed number one on the ladder. Did you get a boost of motivation when you came back from the States and you're like, right, next year, I'm going to redeem myself and I'm going to show up how good I am and I'm going to win a championship? I had a big drive. Uh, I think it came from uh, having such a bad year and... Uh, myself feeling bad about my own play because honestly speaking I became very bad <laughs> uh, I, I just uh, played very bad uh, every game and my confidence was low I think I learned a lot of uh, bad things or just bad, like uh, bad habits, habits. Yeah. yeah every time I mean I, I noticed that when I came back to you so you every time I was making about to make a play aggressively because uh, usually I want to play aggressive but uh, somehow when I tried to make a play aggressively I would like Think twice about it mm. all the mm. time. Like, is it is it gonna work? But second then it's too late. Like, yeah, second guess. And it's gonna. It was a, um, I guess, a huge challenge to turn this around. Uh, I I was like, firstly on a um, first account, I got master, but it was only maybe like sixty percent win rate, mm-hmm. and I was losing a lot of game that uh, what the f- I boosted or something. <laughs> So you weren't um, happy with that account? Yeah, I was oh, really not happy. percent what, so, what, what a pleb, am I right? <laughs> no, usually you go to master with 90%. <laughs> yeah, so and, you scrapped it and started again. Uh, yeah, it was one week of grind and I just left this account. I got to another one. It was like, I don't remember exactly, but it was a better one. I was smurfing more games. I started to play better. And then uh, after two weeks of grind, I got rank one. It was hard. Uh, how many got, games a day do you think? For five playing? minutes only. Uh, then I took 20, it back. 20 to 25. <laughs> 20 to 25 <laughs> games a day. Uh, yeah, usually I wasn't. I didn't do that since I was 16. But 
somehow I could do that. Maybe twenty to twenty-five games. <laughs> that is some motivation. <laughs> Even when yeah. I was, you a either pro. really did not want to talk to your parents, or that was some motivation, bro. Uh, I really, I really was driven. That's like, that's like uh, sixteen I'm, hours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, was really I mean, queue times also crazy. get longer the higher up you yeah. go. So that's yeah. I was permanent playing from morning to night. I would, I didn't sleep so much. I was just thinking about league all the time and. Uh, Practicing some new champs. I was also playing so much Twitch to get the rank one. <laughs> uh, I, I was trying to uh, to get every strike. How do I get rank one? How do I get rank one? Because I really want to prove something. Yeah, and this all yeah. came and from then, a place of like disappointment in yourself. Yeah, I was very very uh, wow. angry at myself. And uh, honestly, I felt better uh, the longer the grind went and the successful grind it went. I was yeah. more confident. My play was better. And then I didn't stop. I went to Korea after. <laughs> right after. Wait, you went to Korea? Uh, no. Yeah, I went to Korea. Uh, maybe it was two weeks, a few weeks after. I uh, took a short break, like one week break. And then uh, I grinded uh, maybe in total uh, in Korea. I did like 450 games maybe. Um, in, how, in after, a space of how long? Uh, I was there for like uh, one month. And uh, I, I got rank uh, 20. Uh, I think I could get rank one, but uh, <laughs> uh, but I kind of I, I kind of stopped playing the game for like uh, three days to some reasons, and then uh, I uh, there was the new meta, and I was uh, kind of late because if I was playing all the time, like twenty games a day, I I, I couldn't do that. I could just do ten games, and then I stopped yeah. the game for like three days. I was rank twenty, and then I started dropping. Uh, but yeah, I mean, of all, crazy. it was really Hot, nice. 450 You games. played more games in this offseason than I do in a year. Uh, <laughs> like, you're, that is unleashed. Four Maybe two years. Uh, I think I played games uh, more days. games than I ever did uh, in my career. Yeah, I just don't play as much usually <laughs> during the season. But oh, you're crazy. Uh, I thought that's something that you can do when you're like really young. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was the same. When I was younger, like playing 15 games, 20 games a day was like not yeah. easy, but it felt yeah. doable. Yeah. But somehow I could do it. I'm 23, but I could do it. <laughs> uh, I'm really glad that I could do it. I'm really glad that I still have this fire about the game. And uh, I could come back and slowly show that I am not washed up. <laughs> uh, I'm playing with G2. Uh, I started screaming with G2 and I feel like my level is uh, there again. And yeah. I feel very like uh, happy about it, glad, relieved. Yeah. Uh, well, getting to play with Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it's definitely working out thus far obviously you guys are already in the upper bracket best of fives um after pretty dominating that dominating series over mad in the, in the best of threes as a whole and a pretty solid regular season as well even if there were you know some surprise releases as you highlighted earlier <laughs> but i'm curious um how you guys feel about the bot lane level in europe right now because i i'm pretty confident that you guys are the best 2v2 in the league i think that maybe there are one or two other yeah, names that are competing with you. Yeah, but Comp I would, and Trimby is like back on the rise a bit. Now that Comp and Trimby <laughs> are on the rise again, the regular season was yeah bad. It happened. It did <laughs> did not inspire, but they're they're definitely on the rise again here. Um, how how do you guys look at the other bot lanes? Are there other bot lanes that you look at as direct competition? Is there other bot lanes that you are like excited to practice against because you think they're really going to push you? How do you feel about the the bot competition in LEC? You want to start? Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. The I think there's a few bot lanes that are doing very well. Like uh, I didn't expect them to be like doing good in the uh, in the season. Like there's, for example, the bot lane of uh, BDS. I think mm -hmm. they are quite good. Um, uh, and there's the bot lane of 
Australis actually, wow, they 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 like uh, surprise me every time uh, we are playing them. Uh, yeah. I was like, wow, uh, they are they are they are not bad. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's the SK Berlin. I think XK, those yeah. those guys were like doing very very well uh, in the in the season and practicing against them. I think they're probably the uh, one of the top. Um, and so I think uh, depends. Uh, maybe probably they're back. Uh, that's probably it, gonna be a big challenge to face Corey Bodlane. I think they are yeah. gonna be there did it, uh, <laughs> mentally. Did it surprise you coming back from the states, being like seeing these names and being like, wait, I yeah, know, who, who are, are these, these people? people? <laughs> or like, how did they get this good? Yeah, I was, uh, I was like uh, surprised uh, that uh, some people came to uh, came to there and uh, improved over time. Like during one year, I think <laughs> I think people can improve a lot and um, well. Mm, I don't know if I'm better than I used to be 2021. Probably I have more knowledge. I've I play more champions. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it definitely feels like um, they are competition, and I need to try my best every time to 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 uh, beat them. Mm. If I get lazy or something, I think for sure I will lose. I need to always be uh, <coughs> on my toes, like uh, yeah. really trying to fight hard. Yeah, I do feel like the level overall was it's kind of lower than last year i think really? with the yeah. absence of upset i think he was one of the only bot laners that i was like wow this guy is really good in lane like absent hilly they were like really insane i think yeah yeah um i think me and patrick were really good as well so you know i was expecting excel to be also pretty strong this time around they were not very strong um <laughs> fanatic similar yeah um so i think that's also why the other buttons i think look better in comparison yeah um, I think Koi also kind of dropped their level compared to last year. Like last year, I thought they were actually pretty good. Like actually really good. Like Trimby was, I think, the best performing support last year. This time around, they're not as good, I would say. But they're getting better now. Um, hard to be worse. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that one was less subtle than the other shade. All right, there you go. No, I was <clears throat> joking. Um, I think for SK Botlane, I think they're fine. Um, I think they played pretty well against most bot lanes. Yeah. Like, I was pretty surprised they were winning against, like, Astralis, Koi. Like, pretty hard matchup as well, I would say. Um, against us, I think they were, like, fine. Even though they got to dive off, they still died after. <laughs> I mean, um, but yeah, they're doing I fine. A lot better now in scrims than in the start. So they, for sure, are learning fast, I would say. Mm. I think, yeah, Heretics, I think probably they are... At the bottom, I think Heretics, Fnatic, I think those two botlands were probably the worst ones, or Excel maybe. Mm. Um, and then the rest are just decent. And I would say Astralis is probably Astralis BDS. I would say are the stro strongest from well, from what we played against. Yeah, uh, didn't play Koi in a while, so I guess we'll see next week how they are. Yeah, I love how he goes. Yeah. We'll see next week how we'll they see. are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Throws his fist together. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, I mean that's that's really interesting. I think that. Um, oh, Matt was good, at, decent as well. Matt, yeah, yeah, yeah. Decent as well. yeah. I mean, it's interesting to hear that. I think that good to hear the praise for the Astralis bottom lane. I feel feel for Kabi and Jungkook because I feel like they're always doing really well. Like whatever else is on fire in their games, they are yeah. always they always feel like the dog in the house with the coffee cup, like. Actually, <clears throat> Yonkun kind of inspired me last year. Like, he was, like, playing Pike and Bard and just, like, roaming the whole map and actually just, like, setting so many plays. And at that point, we were kind of in a slump in Excel. And I actually just, like, I felt like I was, like, so boosted. I, like, forgot how to play the game. <laughs> yeah. So then I wanted to watch replays of Yonkun. I was like, okay, maybe I should, like, rethink a bit of how I play the game and not just base wards, 
put wars down base again, wars base again, <laughs> and actually look for something in the game and you know, try to win the game. Yeah. So you know, I have a lot of respect for him. Yeah, that's wow. good. That's I like great. that. Yeah, I think Yonghoon is like an exciting player. And uh, obviously the Pike and the Bard were the, the flashiest moments. Yeah. But I, yeah. we also got some some Twitch this last <laughs> week. <laughs> that, was, that was creative. I like that one. That was some creative a lot. Actually, every, every Twitch support's been a bit in so far. Even Carrier was just like yeah. sending it. So to see Yonghoon, like, I think it was like 3-0 at one point. I was like, wow, this is going to be the game. <laughs> and then there was a dragon fight and he flanked them and he opened up like yeah. behind them and died in like second yeah was literally like, one second this is yeah. not gonna yeah. be the game i think <laughs> these twitch players actually don't know how to play twitch i think i have to show them at some point how this champ is supposed to be played but of course it depends on dylan, ha dylan. Hans, how's your cast dylan. <laughs> oh yeah actually I, just I complete just aside i remember you from the mage meta you still played draven <laughs> oh, now the official the official narrative hey it was with mickey actually yeah, yeah it was with mickey <laughs> was that uh if i remember correctly the official narrative was you were meta proof because yeah. you didn't need to play mage, yeah. you played Draven. <laughs> exactly. that's, that's, that's what we told yeah. the people but I also heard behind the scenes that maybe the Vladimir wasn't doing as well as it not needed. Not too <laughs> I thought it was doing well. No, he was actually not bad, I would say, like on Vladimir. Okay, okay. I think he needed a lot of My time mages. to pick up champions. So yeah, it was like, yeah, Vladimir took like a week maybe. Do you, but when he actually picked it up, it was good. Yeah. Do you but still then, think you need a lot of time to pick up champions? Like if, if we, I don't think we're ever going back to a mage bot meta. But like if, if Mickey, after watching last week, was like, we need to play Casio Twitch. <laughs> Are you the kind of guy who could pick up a champion in a week? Uh, I used to play some Casio <clears throat> in that uh, in that season. I think the, the Casio was meta. Yeah. Uh, I think I am a bit similar to what I was. Uh, I still have to, I mean, play, I don't know, 20 games, 30 games of the champ yeah. to yeah. actually uh, get a grasp. <laughs> Yeah. I think he, I think the last champ that I practiced hard on was um, Samir. Yeah. <laughs> Never yeah. played that champ. <laughs> it was really hard at first. I was really bad at her uh, at uh, playing her. Uh, but right now I have like uh, maybe over 150 games on her total um, during this whole uh, 2023, uh, yeah. 2020, end of 2022. <laughs> and I think I'm really insane on her. And on some people are even banning her for five. Uh, true, people yeah. don't get to see Masamiya yet, <laughs> but she's like the female Draven, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Kalista, Draven, Samira are your like trifecta of like, yeah, you yeah, will yeah. get dumpstered in yeah. <laughs> But unfortunately, people are always picking CC topside, uh, CC on five champions, so I can't uh, pick her. Like, no. I really hate knockups, but um, if they dare to pick no CC, I'm locking it. <laughs> but also for the, for the mages, um, I saw your Seraphine was pretty good last year. So your Seraphine is ready. Uh, yeah, 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 and in Rogue, your Zix was kind of crazy. So yeah, I think if, if I mages come back, we have something. Yeah, we got store. something ready. That's, a, that's an interesting thing, though. But if this is a collective question, so if you guys were to look back at the hands in Mickey from years ago, what would you say is like the biggest difference? I know you've grown up and maybe you're more talkative, or maybe you have you know bigger champion pools. What would you say is like the biggest change you've seen as a duo? Just talk more, I guess. <laughs> I think we both talk more. Yeah, I think you were both like really shy back then, not like uh, we talk more to each I other. Mean, I think well. Steven yeah. was still talking a lot back in Misfits 2017 because well, that was kind of our whole practice. <laughs> was just like, yeah. oh, comes, we need to talk more. You need to talk about this, like specific things. I was not very good at it. Actually, yeah. Steven was, I think, good. Like he, like compared to how he is out of game, he was very quiet and shy. But in game, he was like talking permanently, especially when he was playing like Draven, Callista, all this aggressive champs, yeah. right? He was good at leading the games and making plans. Uh, me, on the other hand, I was a bit more quiet. <laughs> and uh, now he even evolved into micromanaging me as well. <laughs> so like, if I'm, if he thinks I'm in thing, he was like, hey, don't, or like. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, when, uh, when I ignited Reckless to stop his base, that was also like his 
Cut or like just like go stop his yo, base. Yo, ignite him. He was about to clear a word. I was like, yeah. no. Go stop no, his go, base. Stop his base. Stop it. Stop it. Like, uh, okay, I guess I ignite him. That's so funny. That's cool. I mean, I guess that is the big evolution. Yeah. I like the hearing that there's that level of confidence. I think you're still a pretty chill guy, like out of game overall. So people might misinterpret that as I not. I still have this thing where I'm kind of silent in real life, but I'm very talkative. Yeah, I hear it in the voice comes. You are the... going in. You're going in. <laughs> I don't know why it's like that. Actually, in real life, maybe it's like I just don't find any topic other than League to talk about. <laughs> Although it's so it's so That's hard okay. for me. Uh, but when I'm in, uh, when I'm talking about League, uh, when with my team with the with this environment, I've, I talk so much. And it's enjoyable <laughs> to yeah. be like that. So. It sounds like you're a big confidence dude in general. Like when you know something really well, you'll be like, back the fuck, Mickey, stop <laughs> inting. You know what I mean? But if like, if you're not, if like the thing that you know really well is league and you're champion, like you need like 30 games, you want to know a champion. It makes sense if you want to play aggressive that you really need to know a champion. If you want to sit there and farm, I'm sure like you can pick up Samira and sit under your tower. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can last it. You'll do great. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to kill people, yeah. I understand that you need that. So it's cool to yeah. hear that that, you have that confidence now in League of Legends that you're able to be micromanaging Mickey, mm. which I think is something that is hard to do because we just don't have that many like super veteran eighty carries in the league. Yeah, yeah. and Mickey's mm. stubborn. Yeah. Like you can't. If you, <laughs> I've watched Mickey int a lot of AD players, man. I don't know how many have told him to stop. I don't know no. what his response was. They weren't yeah. good enough. Like uh, they didn't have a good enough leash. Like I can be a good dog if. My owner is like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Bro. So like when, when Steven tells me to not, then I'm like, okay. Or like, I go stop his base, okay. I, mean, I just do whatever I get told. I'm just a puppet. I'm getting like marionetted around. <laughs> Mar- Mar- marionette. Mar- marionette. Whatever. Marionette is what you do to me. <laughs> to t- t- good. I, I was trying to say marionetted, but that's I guess fine, that's fine, bro. Really no, no, he, goes, he also does a lot of like good calls. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like throwing you. a bone. Thank you. <laughs> you do something good too. Mickey's paying it back. We, I think we probably oversold Mickey as like the catalyst for change on Excel. So now he's just making sure that he, he passes the praise along. Yes. Because I remember the first week you joined, we're like, he's the shot caller. <laughs> yeah, and then we was... did an interview and he's like, yeah, I'm not the shot caller. I talk a lot in reviews though. And we're like, he's the <laughs> difference. <laughs> like, we need a title. We need a slogan. Yeah, well, we were just trying because it made sense. I was like, yeah, that's why there's a huge difference. And he's like, no. Nah, no, I'm just I mean, I do think that I did bring some difference in Excel in terms yeah. of just trying harder because I wanted to prove myself a bit after the G2 year. Yeah. And fair. I was trying to get people to, you know, review games after stage games because I felt like in SummerSplit especially, we're pretty good at the start, right? But I felt like we weren't actually good. I thought these enemies were like really boosted yeah. and we get really broken drafts. Like Volleyball Yumi, we played that a lot. Like everyone was just giving us Yumi and Yumi was kind of very broken. But then we started losing and... I think in, at that point, I think I was good at getting the team to watch replays together after scrims and just get people to talk about drafts in the game. Yeah. So that was my contribution, which I kind of copied from Perks because Perks was doing it in G2. Yeah. So that was a big step up from, I mean, not step up, but a big moment for me because yeah. like usually I would just be like, oh, whatever. All right. Well, I'm just, I'm just a, I'm, yeah, it's like, <laughs> Someone else <laughs> will get the fire a passenger, signature. But this yeah. time I was not such a passenger, so yeah. I felt a bit good about that but now i don't have to do it because everyone is just you know motivated and just like talks are proactive i guess that was the word yeah everyone was proactive about improving playing the game talking about the game yeah 
so I don't have to do anything. I'm just a passenger again. <laughs> no, <laughs> so but, that's I, nice. <laughs> but I also think that when it's it is nice when everyone is motivated because then the burden doesn't fall on any one person yeah, to be like, sure, yeah. hey guys, let's go, you know, yeah, watch I a agree. VOD. You know, when me and Cage were both excited about casting, we naturally just like, oh, let's review that cast. Easy. And then it's not like either of us have to make the effort. But oh, it's we have like, the same action. Yeah. <laughs> we always like, oh, let's review yeah. that. Let's That's review that. Every really single important. game. Which is yeah. really important because otherwise it starts to feel like a, it can feel like a bit of a one-sided relationship or a burden. And For it's sure. good that you carry that burden in Excel, but obviously it's never ideal because then it's, you're the guy who's thinking all the time about, let's make the reviews happen. Let's make the reviews happen, which yep. is, you know, not it a fair quite draining. I didn't really have this in the past. Usually I was kind of chilling, but... Yeah. It's, it's it's weird because it's like <laughs> it's an energy like shift of let's say we played bot lane together for example and i want to review the game and you were just kind of twiddling your thumbs or whatever and i came to you and i was like hey can we watch this together and i do that all the time and i'm trying to get you to come with me to review this to get better it's like kind of taxing on the person who wants yeah. to get better yeah. whereas if we're for both sure, like yeah. oh we both into it there we can probably watch that game together <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so much more fun like the yeah. productivity you're probably speaking more i'm probably speaking more and i think that whole environment and, and just ambiance of how the team functions sounds like you guys have it to a T. It's just like in the West specifically, I don't know so much about like the Eastern regions, but in Western teams like Mad Lions here, 2021, yeah. everyone's just having a great time. And we talk about it I a think, lot. I think the West only works with the Band of Brothers, five friends in a gaming house. I'm going <laughs> to say it just as a side note. Yeah. I think the professionalism <laughs> shit doesn't work. I, I think, don't know why. I wish it did because it would make, especially yeah, for like players the players that are getting older. Yeah, like the go to office, have a schedule. It, we haven't seen it work. No. We've I mean, seen Band of Brothers work. We saw it work with Mad, and we saw it work with G2 2019. I think it's kind of similar in LPL and LCK as well, at least from the videos that I watch of the players there. They all seem like really good friends, and they all like hang out all the time together. Yeah. But also, I think the professional setting can work if you're perma winning. But let's say you're losing scrims like all the time, or like you just like basically you're not winning all the time. Yeah. Let's say you go to work, you play scrims, you get mega stomped, so you only have like negative emotions from the day, and then you go home, you don't talk to anyone. And then basically the whole day was just like shit or like ruined. And then if it happens continuously throughout the week, the only thing you associate with your teammates is like negative stuff from scrims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it spirals down mm, yeah. to being bad. Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So the, the gaming house is just better. Yeah. We are coming, we're going full circle here. <laughs> we're going course. full circle. I mean, I'm, I mean the, I'm the expert. I've been in the gaming houses my whole life. I think the thing is, yeah. I think just the track record would show that Band of Brothers, I'm not, I wouldn't give up entirely on professionalism because I think there's a world where you, especially as players get older you want to make sure the players have the space to like leave their their job right and yeah. like have a normal life Respond, but i think yeah. that also it takes a level of like diligence and we talked about this a little bit last week with swiffer where like you can't go home and feel those negative emotions and not say anything yeah. you know what i mean you have to come in and say next day like hey let's talk <laughs> about this you have to be really proactive and like setting the the course straight and not many pro players are like which to be blunt i mean like, yeah. in <laughs> terms of honest. like communication and like yeah keeping friendships or like relationships they struggle a little bit because you know they're just thrown into this environment of i just want to play and well be it's best. also it's high stakes you know yeah. what i mean it's like really high stakes and it's 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 i think it's just a really hard thing to do so i think it's easier when you have five players who get along and spend a lot of time together because you naturally build that level of forgiveness and it's it just comes naturally comes easily mm -hmm. as opposed yep. to like needing to really consciously even if you like are really tired of this guy griefing you be like <laughs> look i'm upset about this i'm gonna let it go go next but i really need you to like look at this because it's triggering me or some yeah. shit you know and i think like apart like professional whatever work um can work like uh, going to apartments and stuff i think usually in a team setting it's good to put in like to sacrifice a bit to spend time with the team to put yep. some effort into it to actually get to know your teammates and because in the end it's a team game and i think 
if it was like back in season three where you could just solo carry a game, like if because the individual skill was much higher, you could do that. But I think nowadays it's more about how good you are as a team. Yeah. And I think you are you get better as a team if you actually you know trust each other, work as a you team, work yeah. as a team, and all that. So, Watch anime yeah. together, band Pretty brothers, much, yeah. Spartans. Yeah, the one yeah. I figured it out. Also, I think mental is super important as well. Like when you're losing a game, for example, just losing grace gracefully you know yeah, yeah not just like tilt losing or like over false losing or just like making mistakes. we've never we've never surrendered yeah in screams. We've never we've surrendered we never, we never we have a remade we've had our challenges some yeah. weeks we had some <laughs> i mean happens but there's yeah. they they are there and uh well it's an opportunity to make our team stronger yeah. anyway admittedly we could have remade one game we don't really remake <laughs> yeah we don't remake we don't ff yeah. <laughs> is there one person specifically or like we're no not we made it like we made this kind of rule at the start of the season we had a lot of meetings right and i thought it would be a good idea to not actually remake scrims and or ff unless you try something level one let's say you try the cheese and then if it goes wrong you can remake yeah but, but you have to talk, talk about it beforehand but if you're like you get ganked three times and die three times the same thing would happen on stage right like it's not like impossible so why would you remake in scrims because you can't <laughs> yeah. do it on stage so yeah I, i've heard that, that like, a lot as well i like that yeah uh, this is something i've i've also encountered where it's like he wouldn't do that on stage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's yeah, why like, <laughs> why are we remaking? Because why wouldn't he wouldn't he? It just it? worked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, this, I hate this argument. Same, it's like, yeah. it, it wouldn't work on stage and then like we remake and now it's like, yeah, we're remaking because he won't do it again surely, right? Yeah. And yeah. we're warding for it just in case anyway. Yeah. Just kind of maybe, feels bad. Maybe the yeah. enemy we play against, they must be feeling very weird that we are never everything. Like, why they are not everything? But yeah. there's so many games that where we are like 0-5 or even 0-10, we're coming back and winning it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it feels good. <laughs> I like it. Those comebacks feel good. And I think the big thing that um, that I really like that I hope that if any other teams listen to this, and I can't say what every team's preseason looks like, but I really love this referencing back to the meetings that you guys had before you even started playing together, where you had the conversations about do you FF scrims, do you not FF scrims, how do you react to things? Because I think that a lot of people will try to figure that stuff out on the fly. But if you don't explicitly define it as a group, everyone's going to interpret it in their own way. And it's like the com any conversation you don't have explicitly about a problem that could come up, the results will just occur organically, which can look like anything. It can look like, no, guys, I'm the magic Felix of this team and I refuse to FF. And everybody <laughs> hates that guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you have the discussion <laughs> as a group, it's like, no, we're not going to do this. Okay, we're all on the same page. It's the decision we made together. Yep. You know what I mean? And I, I just, so I really like that. And I really hope that if there are any teams in our league that aren't doing that, that they take the time to do it. Cause I just think that that sounds to me like so, so incredibly crucial. Cause otherwise, if you're not having the conversation, people are just going to feel whatever way they feel. And it can very quickly become yeah. a problem. It's expectation setting, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, this is what I expect. This is the mm -hmm. bare minimum. Anything below that threshold just shows and agree and enough. group buy-in is the other thing. Cause a lot of coaches, I've, I've seen a lot of coaches behind the scenes be like, I watch sports. <laughs> this is how it's gonna be, kids. They did like, this in baseball. They did this in baseball. It's my time to shine. Yes. You know, and it's like that. You actually need people to be bought in and invested, and you can't you can't force that. You know what I mean? You got to let a lot of that come from plans. It comes from building something as a group. You know, there's some things maybe that are less arguable. Like, yeah, you need to be awake at this hour. You can't just wake. You need to play X games before scrims start. You know, like maybe there's some yeah. things that like a coach or a manager can dictate. You have to show up for content days. You have to clean your jersey. You know, like there's some stuff that I don't think needs to be a group decision. But yeah. <laughs> for the most part, I like that it is. Um, focusing back on the league at hand, we have two spots left in the playoffs. We have a lot of games coming up this weekend, and I'd love to get your guys' thoughts. 
uh, on these ones. And I want to start with BDS Astralis specifically because you talked about both these bot lanes as actually being pretty good. Yep. Um, which I think BDS have been on the rise, so people expect that. And Astralis, I really hope that people, while Astralis have had some up and down success over the last few seasons, I hope people are giving that respect to uh, to Jong Hoon and Kabe. But I wanted to get your thoughts on Astralis BDS. Steven, um, you want to start? Expectations, yeah. predictions, anything that you think is important? What does it come down to? Mm. Is it just an easy 2-0 for one side or the other? Well, I think BDS uh, could have more chance to come victorious. Um, I think there's been um, that depends on, uh, like, I think uh, the top side might be stronger than the Astralis, obviously, mm. and the bot lane might be like, well, to me, they are like uh, kind of even level. Just as good. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. as good, both. And uh, I don't know, maybe they're going to do, maybe it's going to be a matchup where both don't do much, or maybe they just play this uh, really early game. Uh, like they like they, they they showed like the Caitlyn and stuff, and uh, the Azul and stuff. And uh, maybe the top side, uh, that might be more easy to snowball and uh, for Adam to show show up. Yep. I think he's always scary when he gets his champs. <laughs> it's yeah. always like uh, superpower of his, and uh, maybe he can easily uh, get a good series. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I think it's quite even. I think it's good go. It's five, five, best of five. Or best no, of no, three? best of three, best of three. Okay, still, best three, yeah. you guys are the first playing the first. Probably best gonna be five. two. So there's two best of threes in lower bracket. Oh, yeah, winner okay, faces okay. Vitality Mad, and then the winners of that go to best of fives. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I would say it depends a lot on mid jungle because I think. They are like the weakest parts of both of their teams. So I think it depends who is better in that regard. Because yeah, like yeah. other lanes are kind of evenly matched. I do think BDS like has a strength in Adam and yeah, his champions. But the also problem is that they're also predictable with his champions. Yeah. So they have mm-hmm. a good strat against it. I think, I mean, Finn is better. I think can be better. So I yeah. think if he has a good champion prepared against uh, Adam's champion pool, I think Astralis could pull out ahead because of that and I think Yonkun is a bit more creative than Labro on the map yep. so I would probably give a slight edge to Astralis maybe Which but is... uh, yeah I'm not sure about Dyer hopefully he doesn't run it too hard and then they can win okay. <laughs> I was gonna say because I think Hans was like you know I think the top side might be maybe a little bit stronger I, I would have put BDS's top side as, as clearly stronger yeah. I think Finn has been stepping up recently but he's had some up and down. Ever, ever since the GP week, I've been like in the Finn camp yeah, again. Pretty Nar. excited about Finn. And NAR. Oh, the was NAR. And the GP was popping. <laughs> yeah, he's had some great games. Yeah, but, um, he's picking it up. I feel like we've more consistently seen a higher level performance from BDS. I don't know. Mark, are you... The Astralis prediction surprised me. Now, I would agree that it's close. I think it's 2-1 either Finn. way. You trust your boy yeah, Finn? Yeah. All right. What's, gonna make what's your read? Are you a BDS uh, yeah, Andy? Yeah, I'm on the BDS Andy. I think, yeah. I think they're, they're, they're both lane. I think Hans highlighted I think both lanes are pretty similar, but top side's just better for BDS in terms yeah. of like because even BB struggled to match Adam. Like he got solo killed a couple times playing like Jax, I believe it was, into like his uh, Garen. Garen. Oh, he got, um, yeah, he got dove once. Actually, got, I was watching yeah. that. I was he like, got straight up dove. <laughs> How OP is Garen? <laughs> it was like 80% so, HP with E up. What yeah, the hell? I was also surprised on the cast as well. And so I think it's like taming Adam is really hard. You know, even I think BB, I'm going to look here. I think BB has uh, 15 games played or something. Eight of them are jacks. <laughs> 14 <laughs> games played. What? He's just one tricking jacks. So I thought like, okay, confident. Most played champ. He'll be fine yeah, against yeah. Adam. First pick it on blue side. How many games does he have against Garen though? Yeah, you know, true, that, yeah. that's probably the more you important know, yeah, Exactly. So, in game three, he was kind of smurfing. No, no he was, Adam. game three, he absolutely smurfed. What was the matchup? Um, oh, it was Renekton. Oh yeah, he killed him. It was yeah, Renekton. Renekton. No, the Renekton. And game, also yeah. he, 
I mean, outside of land, he was two Jax games to like download him, and then third game he was yeah. Downloaded. The first two, <laughs> like the first two games, I think Adam played well. Like the Garen game, he played well. Then the Olaf game, he played well. But then uh, yeah, the, the running thing, yeah, we don't talk about that. No. So yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I think it's kind of hard. I think Finn will struggle a little bit to put Adam on uh, on a leash. Um, so <laughs> did you just my boy Finn? Come on, <laughs> <laughs> Mickey's Mickey's loyal to the end. Well, he's gonna bust out his cled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cobb as well. I mean, I also have Crowny, but it's like two v one, so I have to go for Astralis. Oh, yeah, uh, I feel like it's a bit of bias here, Mickey. He lost Nemesis. He got to. <laughs> by crowning um when you look at mad lions against either of these teams my initial assumption is that mad are just making it to playoffs and while both these teams are solid i think mad is is just a cut above do you think that's fair to say at this point in the season yeah i think it's pretty fair yeah so there, do, you, do you think it's just clear mad and uh, vitality probably well, that they are stronger or what? yeah yeah, that they're strong. I mean, is, is, yeah. is top, you guys are top four with Koi already. Is it Vitality and Mad getting the last two spots, do you think? Yeah, probably. probably yeah, so, yeah, I would say so. Gonna be who, banger best where, where do you think that who actually has like the biggest upset potential? Because I think if I look at my predictions right now, I'm predicting SK to get through oh, to, yeah. towards Vitality. And then I'm SK predicting... We didn't talk about the other side of the bracket or the other group. Uh, and then BDS versus Mad. Yeah, for sure. SK and can I, be a surprise. I think SK, I'm kind of giving more upset potential to... SK, that feels weird. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like mate, SK yeah, are just too good, right? I think it's just so. weird to see SK Astralis BDS in our top eight because Fnatic and XL aren't here. So we're <laughs> always like, surely they won't keep going. And they are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there is a little bit of bias because historically these teams have, have just haven't been successful. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what their ceiling looks like. But I don't know. It does. It feels that way to me. Do you think, is Team Heretics, I'm, I'm currently counting them out. You guys did not rate. Um, yeah, their bot lane's so. super high. Yeah. SK's bot lane's been at least pretty solid. I think XKick said him and Doss have had some great moments. Um, yeah. yeah, I think it's gonna be a massive jungle gap as well in this one. I think Yaku's gonna get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I think okay. those are both your former junglers. That's Markun versus Yankos. How are you yeah, picking a Mark? <laughs> He's just being so <laughs> No, but I think uh, for this one, I think SK is probably a better team. I think maybe Koi is just like too insane because the two are with both SK and Vitality, yeah. which I thought were going to win their games. Mm. So I still think SK is probably stronger. I think like going like player per player, I can see SK being better as well in that regard. Yeah, I think Irrelevance may be struggling a little bit. Like I didn't, I wasn't so impressed by him so far. Um, but the bot lane at least is in favor of SK. Yeah. Um, mm. So we'll see. I would, Put more faith in SK, I would say. Um, but yeah. yeah. I mean, if I look at like the left side, Heretics, SK, Vitality, to me, it's like junglers. Yeah. Know, Markun, Yankos, Bo. Yeah. Then I look at this side and I'm like, bot I don't lanes. really think of jungle. I think of bot lanes. Bot lanes. Yeah. You know, I think like this, t this side has the weaker bot lane, stronger jungler the area. S plus Draven. And, <laughs> and the opposite my, side. Ooh, so, my Draven brother. <laughs> one, one, one question I had that's like maybe a little off topic because you mentioned it about bot lanes earlier where you're like, I think overall bot lanes are a bit weaker. Do you think the league is a bit weaker this year, actually, mm. as a whole? I think on average, I would say yes. I think some teams got better, like G2. And <laughs> <Of course. laughs> Mad, I think, got better as well. SK as well. Who else is there? Vitality. So yep. that's four. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, BDS as well. Actually, maybe, maybe it's a maybe little bit better. Similar. Yeah, but is I think, the ceiling like, for example, higher? Fnatic Excel went way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Do you yeah, think so. the ceiling is higher this year, or is it just that like teams are now closer together because yeah. a lot of the bottom teams have stepped up? I would say the ceiling is higher. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we can be kind of insane. 
Uh, I don't. Uh, uh, I didn't watch much of this last year, but yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't, don't give us hope. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving us hope, Hans. Oh don't take God. the hope away. <laughs> <laughs> don't take the hope away. So internationally, the ceiling could be higher. Is I mean, telling us higher ceiling. Yeah. Is this I, just I you, so. or is this like the top three going to a world championship, for example? I would say us. I would say Vitality can be good. Mm-hmm. I think the yeah. bottom struggling a little bit right now, but mm-hmm. if they pick a the, bo- the top side is very good, so a little bit, a little bit much. Yeah. Um, and then. Koi, I mean, they were good last year. I think their bottling is very good. I think mm-hmm. Maring is very good. I'm not sold on Shigenda too much, but uh, he could he could pick it up, maybe. We'll see next week. <laughs> I love it how you always just that. Eh, I'm not too sold, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think at least um, for us and Vitality, we have, I think, high ceiling, yeah. high potential. So yeah, I think compared to last year, it's better. So there's that. Nice. Yeah. Hope for the future. Last point of discussion before we go. You guys versus Koi this <gasps> Monday. First best of five. Big stakes. Crazy. Wow. How you feeling? You said it. Botline regular season might not have been that great from Kama Trimby, but they yep. showed up this last weekend. Yep. Potentially two of the best bot lines in the I, league. I would argue two of the best bot lines in the I league. I hope we're going to have a great match. Actually, it's going to be so hype. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, yeah, already giving just... uh, Comp some fake info yesterday in Champions Q. So. Uh. <laughs> what were you giving him? What was the fake? I was playing really bad on Lula. So. <laughs> um, oh, no. he, he thinks I'm really bad now. So. <laughs> Everything's part of a greater strategy. Yeah, I've actually been just feeding in league for the past seven years consecutively, so that if anyone checks, they'll think I'm bad. That's my strategy, not you. you works, do. works for me as well. Oh, works for you too. Okay. So. What do you think, Hans? Are you excited for your best of five in the LEC back in the back yeah, in the grind? I'm really excited, uh, especially playing against the uh, Koi. I get to play against. Uh, well, I get to 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 talk to them sometimes. Some of the players, and uh, I really want to have a great match. I hope this match is gonna be really entertaining to to watch. Five one. Mm. Um, Will you start uh, Cole I... versus Cole Botlane? <laughs> hmm? Will you start Cole versus Cole Botlane? Because Vitality versus Koi, there was some Cole versus Cole in the Botlane action, and that was the most boring thing I have oh, ever watched cool. in my entire. But time. then I saw a bot tower die at eight minutes, and I was like. And that was uh, impressive. That was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I prefer not to. Yeah. <laughs> Doran's blade. I think that item is banned, actually. Uh, <laughs> 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 I think is going to be banned the whole series. And, yeah. uh, but uh, I really want to. Yeah. Um, Maybe show off our Tavich Castle. Fist fight, yeah. <laughs> is this. Is this um, when you guys. You guys have a ton of, like, you talk about it, you guys can bring these games back. Do you think that Koi have that same potential to bring games back if they're not having a good early game? Are they on that same level as you guys where they can, like, spot those opportunities and, and find ways back into games, you think? I think they can, but I think they do it in kind of a predictable way. And it's mostly just Malring and Trimby doing stuff. Yeah, I think the rest yeah. don't really do much to come back. Whereas in our team, I think everyone does it. Mm. Everyone's trying to find ways to get back into the game. So I would say it's easier for us, but they can still do it with. Mm. So. Yeah, I, I think the the clash of jungle styles is gonna be really exciting because I've been watching Malarang in these best of threes stand in bot side river for <laughs> three minutes. Oh my, he just lives there. He just stands in this bush. He's just there, going between oh, mid no. and bot, for example, Man, in one of those isn't games. That bush care. <laughs> <laughs> is that a meme inside the team? He's, he's out to get me. I think. <laughs> we used to when I was a like a back in the day when Garen was broken when he first got released. There was the Garen rule, which is if you can't see the Garen, every bush has the Garen in it. Oh, and yeah. now I feel like it's the Malarang rule. <laughs> yeah. you can't see Malrang True, every yeah. bush has Malrang in it or river because he's just yeah. running up and down between lanes for like three <laughs> minutes straight with just three camps looking 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 and then water walking abuser <laughs> <laughs> he's getting value out of it and I don't think Yike does that as much you know Yeah, he picks an opportunity goes for it and then pisses off it doesn't work he's efficient 
Yeah. He's a fish. A fish in, yeah. in the river. Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the toss to you. Wow. And on that horrible fish joke. Uh, any final words, gentlemen? Let's uh, any anything that you're really predictions? Predictions. Yeah. It's three one, three oh, three two. Three oh. Oh three oh. For coy. I think we're gonna win three one. I'll give him one game. Just they're not two down. Three one like is a G two class. Is that the Lulu game? You give him yeah. that one. <laughs> so they're not two down for a loser bracket, so they can come back. Three uh, two. I want a banger. Fair you want sure. a banger? I want, I want silver scrapes too. That's what I want. It's Thank so you. Often a pro is like, I, I, I want to play against him, but I want to lose two games as well, <laughs> just for competition. <laughs> I, I, I want a great game uh, against, um, yeah, last and Trimby. Uh, I really want. Yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. Well, that's really <laughs> awesome. Let me figure out that series. If you're excited for it, is going to be this Monday. Monday, yeah. Um, absolute banger. Super excited for it. Trying to load up the schedule so I can tell you what's going on. And then so after this weekend, we've got one more weekend of three days. And yep. that's the end of the split. That's the that's end the of the split. And then we start a whole new season. After one week break. <laughs> one week break. So, but uh, wow. otherwise, this Saturday, Team Heretics versus SK, Astralis versus BDS. The winners will play against Vitality and yep. Mad from their respective groups um, on Sunday. And then we get to see you guys on Monday. You could potentially be just two. It's just two best of fives at that point. If, if you win. If you win this best of five, it's one more. Then it's just one yep. more and you're done. Mm. Wow. Do you like the format actually? Quick yeah, before we end? I'm I'm a big fan. Like, it, well, if you're winning, you have more games, which is nice. I think getting more best of threes and best of fives is really good as well. Yeah. And I like that everyone has like a loser bracket, so even the teams that already lost still have a chance. Yeah. So I like that a lot. And yeah, it feels short, so that's nice. Like I like three games again. a week because like it's more exciting. Usually, if it's like yeah. long down through like eight weeks, and you have like four days of scrims or like. Four days in between the stage games. Yeah, feels like a it longer. Seems kind of like at, at the middle of the split, you're like kind of. You enjoying it tense as well? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, maybe it could be different to uh, some other teams. It could be very exciting or, or very stressful because the yeah. the, the, the you know, everything's on fire. Fast. They've got yeah, three days like, to yeah, scrim. Yeah, we're winning. Oh, we get no. to stay in this yeah. mindset of winning, and the teams that are losing are like. Imagine you How do, do we solve a problem yeah, in a zero three first week? Yeah, yeah, the zero three. Nice. It happened that there's some great teams they started zero three for sure, or maybe like, like not a struggled, for great start like the past uh, I don't know three years. I I remembered some teams maybe Fnatic starting yeah. not there was well. 20, some, some teams have gone nine zero in the first half and then just completely bombed. Oh uh, yeah, sure. So you never I know. know. I, I, I don't. It kind of sounds similar, but wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any teams like that. <laughs> <laughs> No, Actually, I, I remember we started playing as well and we all lost. Too. We did well in Misfits. Like... We lost to Caps Wukong. That was our first loss. You remember Caps Wukong? Oh my god! I remember Caps Vane. Caps Vane. Yeah. Caps Wukong. <laughs> what Caps about Caps Kane, Kane as well? Caps Kane. Wukong. Yeah. Caps Kane. Like his Caps Vane. Caps Vane. Wow, that meta was fun. Huh? Caps Vane. <laughs> hey, bars. Uh, uh, why no one did a montage <laughs> of Caps killing me? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like there should be a montage of Caps killing me. That all the time he killed me was very like. But now. <laughs> he's on your team now he's on your team now we can't kill you Old now man. well he can get you killed for sure <laughs> yeah, that's true now, <laughs> Renata and you know rise ultimate the team it's so great that yeah that sounds like something team, so I don't get <laughs> right now you know what perks felt like in 2019 that was that was kind of like the whole thing just get him in <laughs> true yeah. there it is yeah. alright boys thank you for coming on good luck in your series um, I assume you. it's going to be practice 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 all the way until Monday you guys not taking any extra off days or anything 
Well, she's practicing right now, but uh, we're here. Okay, all right, we'll let <laughs> you go then. Yeah, yeah, we'll send you home, yeah. that's fine. Uh, this has been Euphoria, episode six. Thank you guys Seven, so much again six. for joining. Six. Thank six. you. I'm going to say six with confidence. Okay. Six with I'm confidence. Say six with confidence, too. Um, yeah, we'll see how you stack up against the Koi bottom lane now that they're recovered and back in form. Who are the true 2v2 kings? Find out this weekend. Find out on Monday. Otherwise, we'll see the rest of the teams making it to best of five this Saturday and Sunday. Tune in for some more Banger LEC, and we'll see you guys next week.